I'm your host, Rena Friedman Watts, and this is the Better Call Daddy Show. Hey, this is Big Daddy, Wayne Friedman. That's my grandpa. Grandpa, you ready for more daddy drama? My dad is my number one hero and number one fan. And I'm a pretty cool dude. All right, season four, baby, here we go. More stories you're not going to believe. And maybe you will after you listen. Five stars. Five and a half stars, two thumbs up. You are a pretty cool dude. Love you, mommy. Don't stand on the table and damn the public. You'll get some words of wisdom to live by. Here we go again. Better call daddy. You know what your problem is? You like me. Yeah, I do. Each week, I interview a guest, share the stories with my dad, and then he weighs in at the end of every episode with his wisdom and wit. Hey, Grandpa. Everyone from influential players to inspirational fathers, and of course, controversial people. Grandpa, my mommy's calling. Creating that legacy one call at a time. And welcome to the Better Call Daddy Show. Stay tuned. Where's the music? Better call daddy cause he knows you best. He's bringing the test. He sees possibilities. Better call daddy, he'll be by your side. Better call daddy, you're the apple of his eye. He sees possibilities. Today's episode is a special one with a friend of mine who is local here in Houston, Vibes by Alicia. We have teamed up before. She is a wife, a mom, a podcaster, and a daddy's girl, and today we are teaming up for a tell-all. Welcome to the Better Call Daddy Show, Senora Alicia. Thank you. I love the way you say my name. Thank you. Yeah, so... We both have podcasts where we primarily interview other people. Yeah. And you're one of my favorite podcasters too, by the way. Oh, <laughs> yes. Daddy's Girls Unite. And I wanted to give back to the audience a little bit and kind of switch things up. I am constantly asked a lot of the same questions. How do I start a podcast? Yeah. What are the basics? Mm -hmm. How do you copyright a name? How do you trademark? What platforms do you use? So today I thought it would be interesting since you're about 150 in and I'm about 300 episodes in to kind of talk a little bit about our process. Yeah. And where we're at, take a little bit of stock, what's working, what's not working, what do we need to eliminate, what do we need to keep, what's bringing us joy, what's no longer bringing us joy. And let's just have a little conversation about how we can have more successful podcasts. I love that. I love that because I everywhere I go and I mention the word podcaster or I have a podcast, people always ask, like, was it hard to start? How did you get it going? I've been thinking about it. And I think it's just something that everyone is interested in. And maybe it's another way for, especially people who have businesses, they always want to see what's a different way for them to market themselves or to promote what they do and how they do it, maybe teach others, that kind of thing. So yeah, for sure, Rena, I'm so glad that you came up with this because it's been on my mind and it's something that I definitely wanted to do. And I just, you know, love that. Yeah. So another podcaster, I, I saw a post on LinkedIn and he was saying, Hector Santi Esteban, he was saying the first 50 episodes of a podcast are really just 
a mindset. It's, should I do this? What should it be about? Am I good enough? Like you said, it's a lot of questioning, right? You're questioning yourself. You're questioning your purpose. You're questioning whether you have what it takes to be a podcaster because there's a lot of self-doubt as well. So he's right. I think the first 50 episodes, you're, you're going through a lot of doubt and a lot of questioning yourself. And just, I think, and this is what I do. I feel like I just, every time I publish an episode, I'm pushing myself to publish it because a lot of me is like, who am I to, you know, to have a podcast. I'm highly qualified. I mean, I've been all over the world. I've done so many things. I've worked so many things, but still, how do I feel like I'm still not good enough to put stuff out there? Crazy, right? Yeah. Rena, you've been in the TV industry. You have worked with, what's his name? He Jerry Springer. Yes. Jerry. Jerry Springer. See, for me, that's like, wow, you're legit, you know, and you worked in radio, you worked on TV, you worked in the media. So for me, it just makes sense that you would definitely have a podcast. But me, I was a teacher, I was a business owner. But again, I'm thinking, no, I totally should be having a podcast. I have lessons to impart. I have things to share. I have stories, inspiration. Other women business owners want to share their their purpose and their, their journeys, you know, like, and I think that's where my mind just starts to be like, no girl shut up you know your inner critic shut up you inner critic and just do it okay so I'm so (laughs) glad that you said that because I really think that you've had a unique path you've had a unique story you have lessons to impart and that ties into intention right right are you looking to share those lessons or are you looking to entertain what is the purpose of you putting this content out there. Yeah, so lesson number one, what's your vision? Definitely, what's your vision? What's your why? Who is Alicia? What is your audience? Who are your listeners? Who are your supporters? Who are who wants to tune in? So what is your vision? Who are you? Who are your listeners? How much are you willing to share as well? Because a lot of them could, you know, delve into, you know, private conversations or private topics, things that you've never talked about, maybe taboo. Yeah. So for me, like when I started it, it was about travel, business and lifestyle. That was it. Fashion, that kind of thing. But it didn't really have like a niche. But when I went to PodFest, I really niched it down to really focus on my audience of women 40 plus because I feel like that's who I speak to like that woman that's like me you know like I'm almost 50 I'm 48 I'll be 48 in this this summer I'm thinking about her and like where is she where does she want to be what does she want to do how does she lead her life how is she mothering if she's a mom if she's not if she's a business owner if she's transitioning a career if she's going through divorce or she's getting remarried like there's so many things that I want to bring about as a woman in my 40s because I feel like there's so much shame about like getting old and I feel like I hate that I feel like we should embrace our years, our experiences, right? Our lessons. So for me, that's how it started. And then I decided I'm just going to put episodes out and I'm just going to push, push, push. So for sure, vision. I absolutely love what you just said about I'm a mother. We're both daddy's girls. Nobody else is talking about X, Y, and Z, about aging. This is something that's important to me. I think it's really important to write down what is important to you. Who are you? What are your values? What motivates you? What topics could you literally talk about with no prep? Right. So for me, even one of those things, and, and part of the name of my Facebook group is business 
business laughs and LinkedIn. I have spent a lot of time on LinkedIn in oh, many corporate roles where it was my job to reach out to people and do business development through LinkedIn. Okay. My biggest following on a social media channel, the first channel that I really grew was LinkedIn. So that is actually a topic that I choose to weigh into. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so I you think have expertise in that. Mm -hmm. Yes. I think it's good to think about what are topics that you could speak on, right? And if you want to be a host of a podcast, another thing that I tell people that are starting out is try being a guest first, right? Yeah. I think it's really good practice to look into other shows that are talking about aging, look into other shows that are mompreneurs, look into other shows that are 40 plus female, right? What are they talking about? How can you add on to the conversation and what life experiences and unique journey do you bring that you could add to their show? Absolutely. And the other thing that I would also suggest in doing that, in finding your topics, is one thing that works for me is to brainstorm with people around me that know me pretty well that say, you know what? You should talk on this. You're really good with that. And sometimes I, I don't realize that I'm I'm very passionate about certain things or topics that are I'm like super strongly, you know, feel strongly about. So, you know, people close to me are like, you know, that's a great topic you should talk about in your podcast because you're very passionate and you really know the topic pretty well. And it's something that you could definitely share. So I think that's another way for us to also kind of see like where we want to take our, our podcast episodes is like maybe brainstorm with people around you. They might give you some really good feedback. Also alongside that, yeah. when you're feeling burnout, oh gosh. The people yes. that give you ideas for topics and that are your supporters, you definitely need to have cheerleaders along the way. Who is not going to let you quit? Who is going to tell you your gifts? Who is going to show you your awesomeness? Look, you went to I love that so good cuz I've used those people seriously a few times cuz I've been wanting to not do this sometimes you know and I just need to I need to find those people and, I, and some of them like know me pretty well they're like oh we yeah you need to like stick it through just keep going keep going keep going because it really is about the yeah. journey it's not just putting out the episode because a lot of times you put out the episode and you've worked so hard to get that episode out. Like, yes, I don't think people realize all that goes into putting out an episode. Right. So that's why we're talking about that today, because we really want to tell you all how you can go through and we have processes. I think we've been at it for a while now that we can give you some processes. We can give you some steps. So topics. Okay. So what's the next part, Rena? What are we doing? Well, I was going to say the basics start with one, a mic. Yes. It seems simple and there are upgrades to getting a mic and to getting better sound. But one, if you want to be a guest on someone's podcast, you need a mic. And if you want to be a host, you definitely need a mic. You need a good quality mic. Yeah, some examples of a startup mic that can be within your budget. One, a lot of podcasters start with a Yeti. Yeah, that's it's, how I started. Yeah, me too. It's fine if you have some carpet, if you maybe sit under a moving blanket. As long as you don't have like tall ceilings and wooden floors, a Yeti will work fine. It's about 100 bucks. I think it's a perfectly good option to start it's with. It's a great option. And then... 
if you want to sound like you're in a radio station, upgrade to like an MV7 Sure mic, get a roadcaster. There's Yeah, there's other options too. It just depends on your goals as a podcaster. If it's a hobby, if it's something you just want to put on the side, or if it's something that you're really going to build upon and maybe create a business out of it, because you could definitely do that. So I would say start off with how you're thinking how you're going to use your podcast. Like what is the purpose for it? And then decide how much of a budget, because it is expensive. It's not, you know, not that it's expensive, but it could be. It could be if we make it expensive or, you know, for me, like it started with the Yeti, but then I decided that I really love doing this and I definitely wanted to take it to the next level. So then I invested in a roadcaster and then I invested in lights and invested in like great microphones and good headphones. But you definitely don't need to have that. You can have a laptop because you can just record up your laptop, a program for editing. Do you use that? Yes. And I was just going to say, like, there's so many options there. If you're just looking to take out the ums and ahs, you can use something like Descript. And Descript will get out the ums and ahs. It will give you show notes. There's so many amazing options. There's even options that you can use on your phone. Like, oh, what's the name of that editing app for your phone? There's CapCut. There's InShot app. There's Audacity. Yes. But even before editing, Uh you have to think about a hosting platform. Yeah, like I use Podbean. I I, do too. I have not... Yeah, I've not had any hiccups with them. Me either. I personally, one thing that I love about Podbean, if you're a paying member, here's what I think you're paying for, right? They make it very easy to add dynamic ads, which is you can do like a host read ad for a sponsor and you can insert it either at the front, in the middle, at the end. You can make them 30 seconds. You can make them 60 seconds. I actually launched my podcast with a sponsor. A lot of people are like, how do you get sponsors? That's awesome. So I want to tell you a little bit about that. Who do you have relationships with? So I had worked in events and one of the speakers that I had booked at an event that I helped plan worked at Manscaped. And so I knew the brand. I liked the brand. Manscaped. I liked the messaging. And so I reached out to them and I said, hey, I'm going to interview controversial people. I know you have a controversial brand. Once I grow the audience, the price is going to go up. Would you like to be a part of my initial launch? Love it. Great idea. Right? And what goes along with that is you have to be willing to read their messaging. And you have to think about, is this sponsor a good fit for the topics I'm going to cover or the guests that are going to be on my show? And if so then work on that relationship. If not, move on from that relationship and maybe think about who would be better aligned. Yes. Great, great, great idea and great suggestion. Sponsors is something that I would definitely love to have more of, but I don't want to just take a sponsor just because I think it has to align with the brand messaging too. And I think you you hit it on the nail. Manscaped, it's very much what you talk. You talk to men and you talk about dads and you talk about dads and daughters. And I think that makes total sense. So Podbean for me has been great and I like the ad placements. I haven't gotten to that level yet. I think it's probably another level I'm not sure but the hosting is great because they do like for example they disseminate the episodes to the different platforms like iHeart or Amazon Music or Apple Podcasts iTunes right it's iTunes Spotify make sure that when you're looking for a host that that you have those capabilities and I want to mention some of the other ones just as ones that people can look into so a lot of people start with Anchor I didn't do that because I 
I wanted other features. And I would say Google Anchor and owning your content. Just Google that. I wanted to be on a platform where I owned my content. Yeah. So there's Anchor, there's Buzzsprout, there's Libsyn, there's Blueberry, there's Captivate.fm. There's a lot of different hosts now. Squadcast. Just compare apples to apples. Right. And do they value you as a customer? What's their customer service experience like? Like, I want to be able to reach any vendor that I use. I want to be able to communicate with their customer service. So, for instance, MailChimp for email campaigns, they're not reachable. I'm not going to use it. I found Brevo, which is an alternative. It integrates with my website. They have good customer service. Namecheap for my hosting of my website, right? And just like in business, before you refer a hosting platform, a microphone, Manscaped, any vendor or partnership, I think really needs to be vetted first by you. Try their free month. I know through Podbean, you can get a a month's free. You do. Mm -hmm. Try recording into their platform. Does it sound good? Do they send you a file afterwards? Is it easy to work with? Editors, if you're thinking of. And if you haven't started the podcast, you can definitely ask other podcasters for their reviews and their feedback and say, hey, did you like it? What did you like about it? What didn't you like about it? If you could go back and change it, would you change it? Or would you go to some other, you know, I think it's always good to ask other podcasters. Other people that are doing what you want to do, it's so important that you go and ask them as many questions as possible. Like I ask so many questions. Sometimes I get people so annoyed, but I like to be prepared. And honestly, as a podcaster, you are not always as prepared as you want to be. Like just now we had trouble with one of the microphones and I'm like, ah, what do we do? Thankfully I had an extra microphone and we were able to connect it. But yeah, be ready for like little things like that. And But definitely reach out to other people that are doing what you want to do. I love that. And after you figure out where you want to host it, which pushes your podcast to all of the podcast platforms, then you need to think about how are you going to record it? So alongside with a microphone, are you going to use Restream? Are you going to use StreamYard? Are you going to use Zoom? Are you going to buy a roadcaster and record onto Mm -hmm. an SD card? An SD Mm -hmm. card. And transfer that to a system or a computer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing about Anchor that makes it so easy is that you can just upload it from the from the laptop right into from there right from the right from anchor which makes it easy and effective and quick but again like you mentioned find one that works for you that works best for what's your intention what is the purpose for your podcast if it's just a hobby or just something you want to do on the side every maybe two times a month then maybe that's a great way to go you don't have to invest too many things yes And if you are thinking of wanting to do this professionally or as a business, what do you love about podcasting? Right. So like you said, you like to ask a lot of questions and collaborate with people who are doing it well. One thing I think is really important is getting featured places. Right. So who's getting featured? What are they doing well? Do you listen to people that are being featured on Apple? Do you listen to people that are being featured on Podbean? Do you follow those people? Do you connect with those people? Do you compare what you're doing to what they're comparing? And I'm not saying you have to be them, but what do you like about the people that are doing it well? And how can you make an Alicia version of that? Mm -hmm. No, for sure. And I think it's also part of like the big goal. Like for me, it, it really was a way for me to connect with people through the COVID 
pandemic and just put myself out there in that sense and thinking like I just need a community I need to reach out to people and then it became more of a serious endeavor for me I got a little studio I got you know my my roadcaster I was able to do video I hired an, an editor so little by little it started to grow for me but I definitely started it with just an anchor and just pulling it up and just doing that you know and I think that's that's another way to do it and I think it's important for us to really realize right from the very beginning what do we want our podcast to do for us not only what do you want it to do for you but do you want to help others learn that or do you not and that's okay if you don't want to yeah but we're here to tell you that you can definitely do it we're doing it you can do it it's it's totally doable. So this episode is for you. If you are interested in doing a podcast or having your own podcast, continue listening because we're going to give you some more tips on how you can get it going and how you can get it started. And definitely Rena and I are both podcast consultants. So we work with organizations and with people yes. to help you set it up if you need help. And here's another thing that's I feel like coming into the podcast fold is AI. And Oh my gosh, yes. In the beginning of my podcast, I had a couple of interns and I asked them, I was like, hey, what do you love doing? Do you love doing social? Do you love writing? Do you love coming up with titles? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you want to help me book guests? Do you want to help me book sponsors? What interests you? And a couple of them were like really wanting to learn how to write. So I let them have out the show notes. I was like, let's see what you can do yeah. there. Listen to the episode. What spoke to you from the episode? Write the summary. Yes. I'm even open to your title suggestions. And I let them come up with titles. This was like pre-AI. But now there yeah. are tools mm -hmm. like Cast Magic, which I've just recently discovered. And to be honest, I've used it for the last six episodes. Girl, I discovered CapShow AI and in PodFest. And it has been a lifesaver for me because I am just pulling from there and just, you know, customizing it to my voice. There you go. The best thing ever. Yes. And so what that looks like is you take an MP3 or an MP4, depending on whether you have an, just an audio podcast or whether you incorporate video, yeah. you upload it directly to one of these sites, like literally drag and drop. Literally so easy. And <laughs> and then it gives you title suggestions. Yeah. It gives you timestamps. It gives quotes. you quotes. It gives you summaries. And it gives you freedom of hours of your time. Oh my gosh. It helps you with blogs it will write a blog for you or write a linkedin article for you like the cap show is amazing i'm so glad i got that because i used to wreck my brain trying to be witty and, <laughs> and i'm like i can't be witty all the time i just can't but the cap show has been amazing so yeah ai is another thing and another tool that's just so helpful and I want to even say this, this is really crazy, but this is where podcasting and radio is going. I am friends with some top podcasters who told me they've even had guests who the audio sucked so much that you are literally able now to take a recording of a guest and change that into an AI voice. You can... What? Yes, that is the future of even where we're going. And even radio stations are doing this. They're putting on AI voices as announcers. So not only can AI help you Girl, with- Girl, AI is going to become a <laughs> podcaster now. We're going to be- <laughs> AI Alicia, AI Rena. But here's where you can break through the noise. Personal stories, 
and personal tweaking of AI. Like AI is like 90% there. Like it gives you a really good idea of where to go, but it still needs your flair. It needs your voice. That's what I do. I customize it to my voice, but it's there. It's already written down for you and it's amazing. And it's, it gives you some great summaries where, you know, typically you're like trying to create a summary. It does it for you. I love it. All right. So, what's so should next? we, I kind of want to just highlight everything we've talked about because okay. it's a I, lot. I, I like that. Yes. Okay. So you've got mics. Look into a mic. A mic is a must. Super important. Then you need to think about title, right? Like, what's this going to be called? What's your brand? Do you want to trademark it? Do you want to copyright the idea that requires a, a lawyer, right? So is this a hobby, right? Like, is this a hobby? Is this something you really want to incorporate into your business? Because if it is, you have to consider the finances. It's going to take money to do that. You have to hire somebody. You have to, you know, submit uh, fees for trademarks and all that. So definitely, like, it's important to consider how much money are you willing to invest in this. Exactly. Then who are you? Yeah. What are you driven by? What do you love doing? What are some fun facts about you? I, I think it's really important to, to think about that prior to starting. So for me, I feel like my why has even changed through this. In the beginning, I wanted to, to be honest, selfishly show people what I was capable of. Yeah. And now it's more of special time with my dad because I have a podcast called The Better Call Daddy Show with my dad. And I wouldn't do like I'm like, as long as he's kicking, as long as he's enjoying this, as long as he loves doing this, as long as he's still getting wisdom from our interviews and right. wanting to do this with me. That's a big enough why for me. And it's become a gift to my audience. Like, what's your uniqueness factor, right? Like, yeah. all those things that you were talking about, being a mom, talking about aging, talking about the fact that you were a teacher, talking about your community, True, right? Yeah. So I think it's really important to just jot down what do you want to talk about? What is your why? What are things that are important to you that you really want to include? And take stock of that throughout the process. Like, 50 episodes in, this is what I want to accomplish. 100 episodes, how can we make it better? Who's my audience? What's the feedback I'm getting, right? Like you mentioned, no, the, the feedback, feedback is so important because you may think that an episode is just going out in the ether and nobody's listening, but there's always someone that is and is capturing something and maybe a little nugget in your episode. So definitely, I think it's so important that you get that feedback from the people that are listening and the people that are um, supporting you in your podcast journey, you know, because I think it's, it's important. And there's a lot of people that want to do it, but I think the one thing that you really have to consider if you are going to start it is, do you really have the time to be consistent because remember the first 50 episodes again are the mindset and what happens after 50 is a lot of people just fall off they don't continue I've seen even like the number like at 30 even like at 30 episodes and then they're done they don't do them again so yeah so definitely think about that if you're going to start it and you want to make it something special you definitely have to devote your time to it there's just no other way around that. And what's working, what's, what's not, working, what's not working. What can I trim? What can I eliminate? Back to that example of if you're planting a beautiful garden, you got to get rid of the weeds. Yes, that's a great, great analogy. Burn down the forest in order for the huge trees to flourish, right? We've all got our scars. We've all got our, our burn. What is working? What is not working? What do I love doing? What do I not love doing? Yeah, and you know, one part of this conversation with that, with that analogy that you just brought up, it's the idea that I have to let go of what I thought would work for something. You know, what I thought would work or what I thought would resonate and it didn't and it 
doesn't have the impact and letting go of it and not being completely devastated by by something that didn't hit in the way that I wanted it to hit because there is something else out there that might but every episode that I do I wanted to inspire and I wanted to capture somebody's attention I wanted to motivate somebody to move to embrace their aging to embrace their years and but there's times where it just doesn't and it just doesn't hit and so for me as a podcaster who's trying to grow into the best podcaster possible I have to let go of what I expected it to be ah I absolutely love that expectations are really tough they're very hard very tough especially when you really commit yourself to something and you and I love our podcast we love podcasting we love having guests so it is hard and it kind of breaks you know your heart a little bit when it's not accepted or like embraced the way you would hope, you know, maybe one episode that you just put your whole heart into and it just didn't resonate with people. Okay, so I want to tie that to business. Okay. Because I have done one-off projects with people that have gone really well. And then we've tried to work further together and how we thought working further together didn't work. (laughs) And I just want to say that if you focus on relationships and you focus on little wins along the way, there can be time for other wins down the road. And like you said, lessen those expectations and be happy with the little amazingness along the way versus let's just keep this going. Like, actually, maybe we shouldn't keep this going. Our little time together was great, but long-term, I don't know if this is the best fit. So realizing that things aren't the best fit and being happy with the progress. Yeah. And the journey will keep you going. Yeah. And and I think that's difficult because like for people like myself who really go all out and do like 120% on something and not having it have the effect that you're hoping for, it can be devastating. So I've had to work through those things, you know, and be, okay, fine. That didn't work out because I'm actually at the point right now, Rena, where I just feel a little burned out. I think I'm at that point right now where I'm just not sure that I want to continue. You know what I'm saying? And I've had these moments in the past. And so one thing that I've been trying to do or trying to really work on, and that's why I'm glad that you're here, is to work with people who are just as passionate about things because you inspire me and you bring me back the joy of why we're doing this. So, you know, because I think it's just after a while, you think, well, does it mean anything? First of all, thank you so much. And I really want to give you some love because you would not even be able to tell me that comfortably Mm -hmm. on the mic had you not done all of these interviews. Think about how comfortable you are just sitting here. There are so many people that literally they sit in front of a mic and their voice changes. They literally become a different person. They're so nervous. I think a tremendous win is just the skills that you have now given yourself. You set up that whole thing without your editor. (laughs) You're able to troubleshoot. You're able to laugh. You're able to breathe. You're able to have a comfortable conversation. That helps in every aspect of being a mom a business owner, a podcaster, you are bettering yourself by not giving up, by doing what you love. 
by still finding joy and connecting to the people who love it too. And that is what keeps me going also. Good, good. Because I feel like I'm getting that energy from you and I am absorbing that energy and that, that thrill for the podcast and for the microphone and for the process. And, you know, us brainstorming these ideas and coming up with this episode, like that's exciting and fun for me. But I've gone through some moments in a few weeks, you know, now where I'm just like, oh, I don't know if I need to do this anymore. I'm getting a little... I don't know, maybe tired of it. I don't know, not feeling the love as much for it. But this now, you know, I feel like, okay, I can reconnect. I can definitely come back to it and just embrace it in a different way. And I'm thinking I'm just going to change the format a little bit more and just, I don't know, there's going to be some changes that I think I need to make in order for me to feel happy about it again. Heck yeah. Heck yes. Burn it down and make it better. Because yep. sometimes when we hold on to things, like you were saying yeah. earlier, we're not allowing ourselves to be the best version of That's what it could be. And exactly correct. I also want to say that I have created all these clips for all of these amazing guests. I haven't even posted all of them because oh you know gosh. what? I post when I'm inspired. I post when somebody else's content inspires me and then I feel like my content goes with that. Yes. Right? Here's a great tip. Like you feel all this pressure because you see other people doing it a certain Mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be that way, right? Like if you are having trouble getting all of that out, your audience is also having trouble keeping up with it. So I would say be consistent on releasing a podcast. You don't have to necessarily be so gung-ho consistent on always marketing it the same. Yeah. It waxes and wanes as far as how much you want to promote. So true. So true because I've honestly gone down so much on how much I post on my Instagram because I'm just not feeling inspired or enthusiastic. But what I did do, and this is something that as a business owner and as a woman who has learned her lessons, is I found somebody that's just going to take on those tasks for me because she's young, enthusiastic, bright, lovely, and she knows my brand and she knows me. And I'm like, girlfriend, here, this is all yours. I don't want to do that part anymore. I'm tired of that. I don't really, I want to focus on the content. I want to focus on the substance. I want to focus on getting like great guests and great topics. So again, that's part of the the reflection. Remember, we talked about reflecting when you're a podcaster, what things are you willing to continue with and what things are you willing to not and maybe give them to somebody who can take them over and do a fantastic job with them, which by the way, she's doing great. And so I'm so grateful for that. And I, I'm grateful that I have the opportunity to do that and hire somebody to do it for me. But yeah, for the longest time, I felt like I was going to do everything. So for example, as the content creator, as a podcaster, I compile notes for the podcast, for example, you know, and I prepare my, my notes. I prepare for my interviews. I get my questions. I research my guests. I make sure that, you know, I know enough about them that I can definitely have a conversation. I work on creating the streams of content for the website. I have a website myself and then I have one for the podcast. I create a calendar. So guys, these are things that I was doing as a content creator, but you can definitely hire somebody or maybe have somebody help you with this. I'm sure you have help with this, right, Rena? I definitely okay. do. Yes. Um, I have a, a content calendar because I want to know what dates we're posting, what you know, what episodes we're doing and who I need to contact as a guest. Another thing that I'll do is if you're going to be recording and you're only going to do these every so often, I would say maybe a professional studio so that you don't have to buy any equipment. You just walk in and record, right? There's professional studios all over the city of Houston or anywhere. Just find one that suits you and maybe it's close to you and doesn't charge a lot. And maybe ask a friend to also jump in on that for you. I contact the guests. I get all their bio info. I schedule the recordings and then I schedule the publishing. 
So that's another thing that like, okay, you want to be a podcaster? That's part of podcasting, scheduling your recordings. Who's going to share it on social media? I share it on social media, by the way. I am burned out by that. You set up content photo shoots. That's another thing that I that you have to think about content photo shoots as the content creator, as the person, as a podcaster. That then takes you to preparing your wardrobe, your materials, your props, coordinating a makeup artist. And then, you know, et cetera, et cetera, going back to the social media and using AI, captions, copywriting, blogging, all of that stuff that comes along. As you're thinking about being a podcaster, those are a few things to consider as you go into this field. Yes. And how many of those things do you want to start with Mm -hmm. versus how many of those things do you want to grow into? I mean, I can tell you that at about 300 episodes in is where I started really thinking about making my website more functional, where people can add their email list through my website. Yes. 300 episodes in. Yes. Before it was literally a landing page and that's fine. Rina, is it, is it a website for your podcast or is it a website for you as a brand? So Rena Friedman. That's a great question. I have a business landing page website that I am in the process of upgrading, but yes, my bettercalldaddy.com is just for the website. And alongside what you were saying, as far as a lot of the elements that you need to think about, here's something that's been super effective for me is I created a Facebook group. It doesn't even match my podcast name, but it's a place where after you're on my show, I have a group and every Friday I have promote yourself or promote something, promote someone. And so people know in my Facebook group that there's a time and a place for that. So it doesn't get too spammy. And then I share clips from my podcast there. I also share topics that I'm thinking of covering there. Perfect. I think creating a Facebook group is a good idea. And also I think it's important to create a page on LinkedIn for your business, a podcast page for your business, a podcast page on Facebook. There's a zillion ways that you continue to upgrade and to market yourself. But for starting out, I think that we've definitely covered the basics. You need to think about a mic, a platform to record, a platform to edit, and who is going to help you along the way as far as be your cheerleader and maybe take some of these elements off of your plate. Great recap. Thank you. Yeah, great recap, because I really, really believe that as much as we want to do all this stuff ourselves, I think it's so important that we definitely delegate. And that's so hard for me to do because I'm kind of a control freak and I like doing things a certain way, my way. But I discovered that when I hired Jamal, my producer and my editor, oh, my gosh, like my life just like woof. Thank you, Jamal. Bye. You're in charge of all the audio now and you upload it to Podbean and then I'll do all the other stuff. But yeah, for the longest time, right at the beginning, I was like, no, I got it. I got it. I got it. But yeah, no, I'm so glad that, you know, you mentioned that, like definitely consider what kinds of what parts of the podcast journey are you willing to hand hand off to somebody else and take over? I want to say one last thing about something that I feel like is working well for me. And I haven't actually noticed too many podcasters that do this. Okay. So it goes back to business, but relationships will help you grow. Just like we're doing right now in supporting each other as podcasters, as podcast consultants. I don't see people who are doing what I do as competition. I really feel like there's enough room for everyone. And if you see somebody that has hit 50 episodes, share that. If you see somebody that's written a book and you like them, share that. If you see somebody that's reached 100, share that. Say, I remember when I was there too. Congratulations. That's a big milestone. So think about your guests. 
think about like and who you vibe with, right? Yes. yes. And support those people and continue to reflect with them. How can you help them? How can they help you? How can you grow together? I love it. What a great closure. What a great, great way to recap this whole thing, because really podcasting is about relationships and collaborations. And I remember that day I met you, Rena. you were standing with your daughter by the food and I just walked by because I was going to grab something. And it just unexpected. I don't know how I just turned around and we just started talking. And then you said, oh, I have a podcast because I'm I'm such a daddy's girl. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm a daddy's girl, too. I wrote a book about my daddy. And you're like, what? I've never met another. So that was like such a, a random moment. But it just turned into such a beautiful relationship. And then I went to your daughter's bat mitzvah and it was like the most fun I think I ever had. I was going to say, fast forward to you, like, lifting my daughter on the chair and singing the aura at her bat mitzvah. Oh, gosh. I just had so much fun. But this is why it's so great if any of you are interested in doing podcasting. You will be so amazed at the wonderful people you will come across that are doing it or that are wanting to do it or that want to share their story with you on your podcast episode. Never assume that no one is listening and nobody cares because people do. And because of this journey, I've met people like you, Rena. I've met people who've become guests on my podcast that I would have never known before that have shared some amazing, beautiful journeys or stories with us, inspiration for us. And so I think that is really the bow on that gift, right? That just closes it up so beautifully that there's so many wonderful relationships to be made in this journey. Yes. If you have a platform too, it will enable you to reach brands that you love. It will enable you to reach people and authors that you love. And it's cheaper than therapy. You know, when I got my serious XM, I started listening to Howard. I was like 20, maybe 20 years ago, maybe 15 years ago, Howard Stern. <laughs> my husband, like, he's like, man, every time you get out of your car, you have a smile on your face. I'm like, yeah, because Howard was just being so funny and I'm just cracking up in my car. I don't want to get out of my car because I'm laughing so much. And he was like, oh, well, let's get you one of those uh, serious XM. And so he he says it now later, like 20, 20 years later, like. It was the best investment I ever did was get you that serious XM in your car because it just makes you laugh and it makes you feel so happy at the end of the day. And I think that's what podcasting can be as well. That audio, that part of the audio where you're just like, oh my God, this episode is so good. It really resonated with me. And that's what we want to do. We want to bring some joy and some happiness, inspiration, some education, even if things are hard or rough, you know. You can always listen to a certain episode and it'll just brighten your day. So if we brightened your day today (laughs) and if we made you smile through this episode or if you're a daddy's girl, if you have some daddy's drama or if you have an entrepreneurial story for Alicia or I, please reach out to us. Give us some feedback. Leave us a rating and subscribe to Vibes by Alicia and Better Call Daddy. You've heard from my mom. Now let's switch it over to grandpa. We've met Alicia and you've been on her podcast. She's been on yours. Today's discussion is talking about podcasting and the ins and outs. And it's a form of communication podcasting, but it's not just sharing ideas. It really is a a relationship building. To me, it sounds like she was, you know, also dragging her feet a little bit and 
having this discussion was like a revitalization or like being on sabbatical where you recharge your batteries. When you discuss similar things with professional people in your field, whether it's engineering, whether it's doctoring, whether it's even when we play chess, you know, where you get a different point of view on a certain opening or an endgame strategy. It's just remarkable. It reminds me of that game. I got the lessons from Greg Kadenoff and I, I beat the Tennessee state champion. I beat the Georgia state champion. You're talking about beating people four, 500 points rated higher than me. And I got a chance to play Boris Gelko, who is one of Bobby Fisher's main competitors when he was a young man. And he lost the championship on a certain line. And I didn't even know that, but I was playing Bobby Fisher's first 20 moves. It looked like I had won the game. But he went over this game with about 10 other grandmasters, and he found a refutation to Bobby Fischer's game against him. And that collaboration, that working hard, he found a flaw in the game where he could have won. He thanked me that he had a chance to redeem himself after 20 years or 30 years by being able to replay this game against me. But it's the collaboration. It's the brainstorming. It's the working hard to figure out how to improve yourself so that if it happens again, that you can get a better result. Same thing happened to me in another chess game against, uh, uh, his last name was Faust, where he beat me in the Kentucky State Championship. And I went over that line and I found also a discovery. If we played that line again, and it was for the Louisville Chess Championship, the second one, that uh, championship of the Louisville Chess Championship, where I tied for first. And I beat him in the last round, where he's also rated about two or 300 points higher than me at this point. But I found a move that just blew him away. And again, that's learning from your losses, learning from listening to other people. It's, it seemed like the same thing. You had a collaboration with another daddy's girl, where there was some, clearly in her voice, rejuvenation. We're loving the idea of having a relationship and being able to express yourself, which is what podcasting is all about. It's a form of not only telling your story, but giving an opportunity to have many, many different viewpoints added to it and uh, where it can be a different story every time you tell it. So it's really very fascinating how integral podcasting can be. And it can be just like anything else, it can take off and be good for a little while. But if you don't keep it fresh and new and have not only where you're involved, but unless you have a lot of people that are, want to network and be involved in it with you, it can also die. You've got to be able to feed it right. Our human beings, we need nourishment and love. Your podcast needs nourishment and love too. Yeah, I was actually listening back to a clip that I found of me and Celia celebrating my, we were celebrating 20,000 downloads. And I was like, Celia, my podcast has gotten 20,000 downloads. What should I say? She's like, woo, that's more than any of my videos have gotten. But what was really cute about it is that she was sitting on my lap and I was telling her that she looked pretty and she was involved in my creative process. And she's really gotten to participate in different ways in putting this together. And this, when you have a show, you can invite the whole family. You can interview your grandma. You can interview your dad. You can interview your co college best friend. You can interview somebody else that does podcasting from your hometown. You can interview somebody who lives in another country. There's so many different variations and, and different lines that you can play in order to make a good show. 
And the funny part is, is that you don't have to be on TV to be a podcasting genius. Everybody has that opportunity to tell their story and get involved with people with similar interests. And this is part of the modern communication that's going on. And hopefully the human race can mature and develop by using tools of togetherness. And podcasting is exactly that. It's also interesting too, like what people want to know about our relationship. And that has even spawned us talking about things that we might not have otherwise talked about. Like people want to know, you know, what I did that was bad as a kid, or people want to know, did you ever think about right. sperm donation? Or what do you think about abortion? Or what do you think about all of these well, topics that, is, that we've never that, talked isn't about? Isn't that interesting? It's a way to talk about all kinds of different subjects that we wouldn't necessarily and our, our everyday lives even talk about. It's a wonderful way to express yourself. And a lot of the tips and marketing yourself is just, this is just a wonderful tool to be able to really utilize that, not only in pleasure, but in any, any work possibilities as well. So it's really got so many rich possibilities. And I certainly suggest that everybody tune in to this episode of the Better Call Daddy Show. And pick up a mic. And pick up a mic. <laughs> Okay, I'm signing off. Thanks for listening. Now I think I'm going to go call my dad. <laughs> I'll say goodbye and see you the next time. Thanks for listening to the Better Call Daddy Show. Join us weekly for new episodes and more daddy wisdom. Better Call Daddy is good advice always. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. You can also find special episodes on my YouTube channel. And you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Music, Alexa, or your preferred podcatcher. That's a wrap for now.